Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey guys, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Today's episode is part two of a birth story that we started back in episode 39 with Katie and Chris McGrath. So I recommend listening to that episode if you haven't already so that you will know where we're at and you have some context for where we dive in to hear about the birth of baby Molly and what went down and how it was. There's a lot of really cool synchronicities between their birth story and ours. So we get a laugh out of that and we talk about that. And there's just no other way of putting it. Katie and Chris are super cool. Matthew and I really love them and we've continued a relationship with them after this this recording process and you know, Matthew and Katie riff on nerdy things like Jurassic Park and Star Wars and all that great stuff. And it's just been a joy to know them and to be a part of their story and to have them on the show. So we're honored. Thank you, Katie and Chris. And listen in to hear about baby Molly's birth. Hey, Katie and Chris, what's going on? How are you guys? Hey, guys. We're doing fantastic. (laughs) And we're super pumped to be talking with you all again. For part two of our our great conversation, and uh, this time something's something's different. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I have a, another special guest here. Yeah. Um, we uh, we gave birth to our daughter on March fifth. Um, that was, has been an amazing journey. Certainly has. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. What's her name? Her name is Molly. Baby Molly, beautiful. Molly. So she's so right now as we're recording this, she is uh, just shy of a one month old. Yes, exactly. Can't believe it. It's gone by so fast. Yeah, Yeah. I bet. Mm -hmm. And then it's six, and then it's yeah, it just keeps going. It's crazy. Yeah, we're we're like slow down. We want baby Maya to slow down Mm -hmm. because she's six right now, and it just we remember when she was one month old, and so yeah. Um. All right. Well, how how were you experiencing? the last couple of days of pregnancy, you know, that, that kind of goofy, what can be agonizing stage of like, when will baby show up and people are texting you and calling you and you think for a second you might be pregnant for the rest of your life, Katie. I mean, that's how I felt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were pretty lucky. We, I went into labor the, the day after my guest date, so it wasn't too nice, but there was a time of like people texting and, oh, yeah. you know, um, waiting by their phones and asking if the baby was here and, 
Um, but for the most part, I think, like I said, we didn't have to, we weren't, we were pretty lucky. We didn't have to wait too long, but, um, at least I felt, um, I kind of just had in my head, we were going to go really like a lot later. So I was like, okay, like this isn't, this date is, doesn't mean anything. Let's just, you know, we went out, I kind of got dressed up a little and we went out to Chinese food. Like, you know, we just kind of tried to enjoy it. And, um, I mean, it was frustrating. It's definitely a hard, you know, weird time, but I think we kind of both were like, all right, baby's going to be here when, when they're going to be here. And we watched another Harry Potter on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and it just happened when it was supposed to. So it was. Uh, we were actually pretty lucky. But there were a couple moments where I was like, okay, like let's get the show on the road. Like, yeah. you know, pregnant forever. Um, but for the most part, it wasn't wasn't actually too bad. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, I was fully prepared for it to be much longer. Yeah. Um, but we did get like influx of texts being like, oh, try this. Yeah. She'll, she'll come yeah, this way. This. Like, mm-hmm. you know, try this way of right. getting her to come out. She was ready on the fifth, so yeah, that's that's when she came. Mm. That's great. That sounds like a really healthy perspective and, and relationship to it. You know, it's just flow with it. And I really like that in the way that you look at it. It's just, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then Katie, when did you realize things were rolling? You know, you said the day after, like what started shifting for you physically and emotionally to, to understand that things were kind of getting rolling? Well, it's funny. Cause I mean, I, uh, uh, probably a month or so um, before, you know, the guest date, I had had like some random contractions here and there, but I, you know, I was told that that's normal and you get those like breath kind of things. And so um, I didn't really think much of it. And then Saturday, the day that I went into labor was the same as any other. We went, I think, do we, I don't know if we went for a walk or we went to the grocery store and everything was just, I felt regular. I felt normal, nothing um I, I carried really high and so I was still waiting to like drop everyone yeah. said I would drop. Mm-hmm. and so I was just like hey well it can't be today because I'm still super high you know um I just figured you know it's still far off so we you know Chris made dinner we watched Harry Potter I was kind of bouncing on the birth ball nothing it's just a normal day just a normal mm-hmm. day yeah um, and then we went to bed we went to bed kind of early probably around like nine-ish and Chris was like, you know, I'm not tired. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, of course. You know, as, as you, you do. do. <laughs> uh, so he was in bed watching that, and I fell asleep. And at, like, 1030, I shot up out of bed and was like, I have to poop. <laughs> yep. And, and he was like, Chris was like, okay. So Didn't I Didn't even make it to the toilet. Yeah, I just got up and went to the bathroom. and was like, oh, this is different. Mm. This is, you know, what has been going on before. Um so, and it kind of happened fast and furious. Like I, yeah. you know, I think it was 1030 when I had my first contraction. And um, I remember I got like really, I got pretty anxious. Like, cause I, it was a lot, it was, it was really intense right away. And the contractions were, I think three-ish they minutes were apart. really close together right away. It was wow. maybe three minutes that I started um, measuring them and, and, you know, I, I knew that this was, it was go time. Yeah. Um, so we called our midwife and, and, you know, got her prepared. She had us, like, wait a little bit just to make sure it was real. But, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, it was it was serious right right from the jump. Yeah. And I remember saying to Chris, like, okay, if this isn't real, I don't think I can do it. Right? Oh, my gosh. Yes. 100% yes. I was the same way. <laughs> yeah, like, like, okay, if this isn't it, like, I don't, I don't know. I got to go to the hospital or I don't know what I'm going to do here. Um, so I it was just one of those you just keep breathing through them and you you know yeah. um 
like I said, I, I just, right away, I wanted to get in the tub. I wanted to get in the water. Yeah. Um, so that was really helpful, I think, like in the beginning. Um, so I just got naked and I never got clothes on for like 24 hours after that. You know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it was, uh, it was pretty intense pretty quickly. There was no like, you know, kind of early labor thing going on. It was pretty, pretty fast and furious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can relate to that. You know, I didn't have this this stage of, of the labor where I was like, oh, let's go for a walk outside and I'm yeah. going to bounce on a ball and eat a sandwich and, like, it was a dance. Like, I'm going to dance. <laughs> None of that happened. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, a, that's exactly how I kind of pictured her yeah. labor is, is just kind of wandering around the house and, mm-hmm. and really, like, just kind of being in tune with her body yep. and giving it some time but yeah. we didn't have that time it was so funny it was just it was just right from the start it was, yeah you know it it didn't stop until she was out so yeah, it was yeah we had like game, we had like car, a deck of cards <laughs> and yep. you know trivia games so like we were like oh this gonna be so fun we'll have this food and, yeah. and then it was like nope none of that happened. <laughs> yeah. well chris i have a i have a serious question for you sure how much of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon did you get through before you had to turn it off and shift all your way, attention? All the way through, like, to an hour. There was a half hour left, and then she, she got shot out of bed. So yeah. I, I, had, I got to finish it. He did finish A it. couple of days later. <laughs> nice. Well, that was great. That was kind of mental preparation for you, right, to get into, like, your – your zen your and your zen flow mode. and, you know, power, you know, funnel Very all that energy into Katie. Yeah, I do remember though, like when I got up and because at first, you know, it was like, okay, we weren't sure if this is it or not. But I remember like the first couple of interactions, he was like kind of side eyeing the movie, like, okay, this is a great scene. This is a great scene. Yeah, and I remember being like, can you turn that off? <laughs> that is hysterical. Anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hey, everyone. It's summertime, and momming ain't always easy, especially when you're running on little sleep. But our friends at Reverie are dedicated to providing moms and pregnant women like you with top-notch sleep with their power bed. Now, Reverie sent us our very own power bed to try out, and this thing is awesome. You can go to our Facebook page and check out some of the videos of how we assembled it and just hanging out in it with baby Maya. I wish we had this thing sooner, like when I was pregnant, because it allows you to customize your sleep position for back support, swollen feet, and any other general discomfort. It's great in postpartum life too for healing and recovery as well as nursing. 
Now, the Power Bed has won the Women's Choice Award for six years straight, and 98% of women who purchase would recommend it to a friend or family member. And it's way more affordable than you would think. So go to momsneedsleep.com home to learn more. Once again, that's momsneedsleep.com H-O-M-E to learn more. Was it just you guys and your midwife? Was there anyone else there with you? So at first it was just Chris and I for a little while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was just him and I, and it was quiet, and it was, you know, I think totally what we needed to start everything off. Yeah. And um, we called our midwife, and she listened to me through a contraction, and I just kind of breathed. Um, so she was like, all right, call me back in, like, a half hour, you know. And I remember being like, okay, this is really, like, seems intense, but okay. We called her back in a half hour, and she listened uh, to me through another contraction. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm on my way, because <laughs> I was just, like, sorry, yeah, you know, I was making these, like, yeah. animalistic noises, uh-huh. and, um, yeah, so so when when she was on her way, Chris called my mom and sister, um, so everyone kind of, like, trickled in. Yep, um, right around, like, 1 o'clock. Yeah, o'clock. probably 1 o'clock in the morning. In the morning, yeah. Around that. Um so, and then our midwife brought, uh, she brought an assistant and then also a student midwife, which was really cool. Mm. Um, so it was, yeah, it was our midwife, two assistants, and then my mom and sister and Chris and I. The full house. Yeah. Nice. House. And so during those few hours when the first contraction hit and the team was arriving, you all were in the uh, in the tub? Or Katie, you were in the tub and, and just kind of hanging out in the bathroom? Yep. In yep. and out. Was... Yeah, never left the bathroom. Never left the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> yep. Very nice. Did you have um, music going on? Did you have low lighting? Was it just like a like set the scene? Uh, it was really it was really nice. We have like a nice dimmer in our bathroom, so the lights were really low. It was really it was obviously pitch black out because it was middle of the night. So the lights were low. The tub was was on. I had this plastic necklace that my little niece had made me to get through the birth. So it was like I was just naked with this like colorful rainbow necklace on. Mm, that's cool. <laughs> It was really nice, and then it was so funny because I think we had told you in our part one episode, um, we put so much, like, months, painstaking time time for these playlists, like, you know. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, we sing one and, like, a pump-up one, so I was like, all right, the soothing one will be perfect right now. So I said, you know, Chris was like, do you want me to turn the music on? And I was like, yeah, yeah, turn the music on. And, like, one second in, I was like, shut it off, shut it off. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I didn't sound it was so funny yeah. i was shocked i thought i would totally be like yeah. i think it was taking away from your focus it was like you were really focused on your contractions and yeah. how you were feeling in in the moment and every time you're like okay well i think i can listen to this it yeah was, it, it turned off second yeah, in it yeah. was so funny because we prepared so much yeah, it's like for all of our favorite a, music, yeah, yeah. <laughs> music. Yeah. so silent yeah it was beautiful i loved it yeah mm. wow that's cool so no jock jams during the no. labor Wow. Yeah, you know, Chris was kind of just sitting on the floor next to the tub holding my hand. You know, I definitely almost broke his hand a couple times, I think. Yeah, that's um, kung fu grip. (laughs) (laughs) um, You know, our dog was kind of just in and out of the bathroom. It was very quiet, just very, again, I was just kind of making these low noises. And um, it was one of those, like, I I don't know if you experienced this, Sarah, but, like, I almost, like, saw myself – from outside of my body like I remember being like you're making crazy noises right now but like I couldn't what I needed like it's yeah. just I couldn't even hold it in you looked at me one time and you go is this real <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was definitely like a crazy like like out of body experience 
Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it's beautiful too that you guys got that time together before anyone else yeah. showed up. That was the same for for Matthew uh, and me. We we just had that time to really. I mean, that's the last time you're gonna be just the two of you for a very long time, and uh, I, I think that time is really precious. So I'm glad you yeah. guys got that. Yeah. yeah, we really connected. I was able to get the rhythm that she was in, and, mm. and you know, really listen to what she needed. Yeah. Um, so it, I think that was really important. Yeah, he said a lot of great things. Like I remember him saying, like um, when another contraction would come on, he'd just say, "Just like the last one, like just do the same thing like the last one." And mm. I was like, I remember thinking, "Okay, I can do that. I can do the same mm-hmm. thing." Um, so it was just really, it was, it was a nice. I mean, although it was intense and there was a lot of, you know, feelings and everything, it was a nice time to just have with Chris and I before everyone got there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. And Chris, how how were you through this experience? You know, we always love to hear the the dad's perspective and what's going on through in your brain. How walk us through some of that? I was never shaken for a moment. Wow. I, don't, I don't know. It was as soon as she started going, I knew that I had to be on, mm-hmm. and it, it it never stopped. I think until she got in the bed with molly and i i was fully like just there for her i i need i knew i needed to just surrender all you know emotions and and just kind of be that rock for her and and i i truly think i embodied that i don't know it it wasn't even a a question it wasn't Mm -hmm. i didn't even think about it i just kind of did it yeah like i said i kind of was a little bit anxious so him he just right away was like a rock and it was like like he said he stayed that way the whole time and it was it was pretty awesome like I you know I had no idea what to expect from him um I didn't know if he'd get nervous or um you know just how he felt but like he said he was just kind of like okay it's game time let's do this like this is what you need so it was really it was I was so lucky to have that in him Mm. way to go man that's awesome (laughs) nice so Tell us then uh, what what started happening once the midwives arrived. Um, so they, you know, our midwife is awesome, like we said, and her assistants were great. So they they were very very like just quiet oh, and the care like, was un- unreal. Yeah, they they and they it was like you know they they just saw what we what we were doing, how, you know, what our energy was like, and she just kind of came in and monitored um, the baby and you know the heart rate and everything, and wanted to make sure everything was sounding good and she was just really reassuring like every time she'd do that she'd say like oh that's a happy baby and they don't even seem like they're in labor they're just chilling out and you know that helped me because I was going through a lot of pain and you know you kind of think like is the baby going through all this and um so yeah she just kind of kept kept me kept an eye on us and Mm -hmm. um like I said we're kind of in and out of the bathroom and everyone was just quiet and um my mom and sister came my sister's a photographer so she was taking a lot of pictures which was awesome oh nice Uh, yeah it was really cool um and you know we had our birth affirmations um hanging up which was which was great and uh at one point I, I think my mom had a you know my mom was a little nervous yes definitely and had some anxieties just you know because she wanted to make sure everything was was okay and that I was okay and you know so she, she spent a lot of time kind of like tending to the dog and kind of being out in the living room. Mm. Um, one point she came in and 
I don't know who, I don't remember. Did someone suggest? No, she just took the affirmations right off the wall and started reading them. Yeah. So I was, I was on the toilet laboring and, you know, again, it was, things were really intense. It was getting close. And, um, she just took the affirmations off the wall and just started reading them to me. And she was crying as she was reading them and I was crying and, you know, it was just really nice to hear them because I knew who each one was written by and everything. And they were just, you know, I think my mom needed kind of something to to do and to focus on and it was really nice it was just really beautiful like you know going through all this and hearing her read them to me you know and it's your I mean it's my mom it's like my mom used to read to me like when I was little and you know so really really special um you know and it was just really kind of what I needed in the moment it was just amazing how everyone knew everyone kind of just picked up on what I needed what Chris needed what the situation needed it was just really like everyone kind of came together and kicked kicked butt. Yeah, it was a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love I love what you all did with the affirmations. Um that's really cool. Yeah. Remind me did uh were those affirmations written by friends and loved ones and given to you or how, how did you create the affirmations? Yeah, so one night um when when uh, we were pregnant probably in the middle yep. our date nights we were like oh my how, how our date nights have changed we sat and we painted um watercolors. like watercolors on these card stocks and we you know i just had this vision of like i'd like to write some but i also would like people that are important to us to write some like mm-hmm. you know parents and you know um my mom. Just, yeah friends yep. and family members and um so we approached you know when we would see people we would say hey you know I don't know if this is, you know, you're comfortable with this or if you think it's kind of crazy, but we'd really love you to write, you know. Uh, Strong, just, empowering messages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something that will help me kind of get through labor and feel empowered. Um, so it was it was nice. It was people wrote a lot of really perfect things that, yep. you know, just were awesome to read up until labor. And then, like I said, having my mom read them and then knowing, like I said, she would read one and I'd say, oh, that was, you know, our friend so and so, or that was you know mm. this person. It was really, it really was. Yeah, wow. it was like everyone there, you know, yeah. kind of cheering her on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's super that is... powerful. Like the the presence yeah. of others and the energy of them, and yeah. it provided an opportunity for your mom to kind of channel some of her nervous energy, I think, and show up for you, Katie. You know, yeah. as as a mother source you know I find it funny sometimes with with moms I don't know if it's like this for you but with mine when she doesn't necessarily agree with the things that I'm doing or isn't completely on board like there's that but then when it comes down to like game time of things like they show up for you exactly how you need them to and they just it's like they can they can surpass all of that stuff to just be your mom and they they still know exactly like what you need and I think that's amazing Yes, and I totally felt that. I agree with that. Like she, you know, like I said, was a little bit anxious, was a little bit nervous because I, you know, I I was in a lot of pain, and mm-hmm. you know, you could, she could feel that, and I think that was hard for her. But to channel, like you said, that energy into that, it was just a really, and everyone else was just kind of quiet and listening, yeah. and it was just really like, you know, it was really special. It was really mm. nice. And and did you um, like decorate the walls? Did you tape them up? Uh, where were yeah. the affirmations? They were on. They were. So our bathroom's like off of our bedroom, so they were kind of just around the corner on a wall, um, on like a little string. And so she just took them down and was reading them. You know, they were so yeah, they were hung up like on in our room. I think what you guys did with that is so cool, and you know, I really think for for you folks listening who are pregnant right now and you know are, are doing all the different prep for for birth time, uh, really consider what 
um, what Chris and Katie did because that is, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, what did, we did, um, mes- we had our friends and family write different messages for Maya mm-hmm. at her baby oh, shower. And like that was, oh, you know, that's yeah. very cool. And, and going through and reading them it, it has been yeah. fun. Um, but what you guys did for the labor and the birth, like that is, I, I'm, I wrote a couple sentences down because I, I want to, I want you guys to share all the steps you did, and then you know we could put that out on the website, and and, and you could show people how to do kit. what you, yeah, like put a kit together because that's so cool. Yeah, definitely, we could send some pictures too. It was, it was just really nice to, yeah, you know, to have that, and and each one was so kind of unique to the individual. Like you know, my my favorite movie obviously is Jurassic Park. I'm a huge dinosaur lover. And <laughs> I love I, that movie. Yeah, of course. <laughs> So I have a friend of mine who he loves Jurassic Park too. So he, his affirmation so perfectly because I never told anyone what to write, you know, obviously. And his uh, he gave it back and it just said, "Life finds a way." That's from Jurassic Park. Is life <laughs> yes. and it did. And to hear that one was kind of like I, you know, smiled inside, yeah. like, "Yep, there it is." Mm-hmm. Like Jurassic Park quote, you know. Um, oh, so yeah, each so one, cool. you know, was really cool to to know who wrote what each one and everything. So. Wow. Well, that was a nice little yeah. tangent because yeah. that mm, I like that. I like that. <laughs> you guys might be adopting a thirty-year-old son <laughs> here after this episode with all the Harry Potter talk yeah. and the Jurassic Park. He might just leave yeah. me and Maya to come hang out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, pops and I'll cook for you. There you go. See, you're set. You're set for life. All right. Well, it's been it's been fun, Mama. Yes. Um, <laughs> so when when was the 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 moment when you realized? Molly was arriving, baby was coming. What what was that? You know, tr- that's transition, right? I guess I should learn all these technical terms if we're talking about birth a lot. Um, but what what was that like? Um, well, so I had just my body started pushing. I was on, like yeah. I said, I was laboring in the toilet. It just felt natural. It just yeah. felt like, um, and I just started like all of a sudden. I remember like the noises changed from like you know, just moaning and low moaning to like grunting and like, okay, I'm pushing here. Yeah. Um, and I remember my midwife was like, you know, she doesn't usually do too many checks, but she was like, I just want to check you because I'm not sure if you're pushing too right. soon. It was happening so fast. It was, it was happening really fast. So she was like, you know, I just want to check and make sure you're not pushing too soon because then you'll just like expend a lot of energy and you right. might not be ready, blah, blah, blah. So she had me lay on the bed and checked me and she was like okay she was like so you're 10 centimeters and the baby's head is she like kind of showed me with her finger she's like is this far down or whatever yeah, it's pretty close and yeah. i remember being like Holy. she was like what you know and yeah. i you know your world and i was like okay well i guess it's you know i can um, do this like it's time to do yeah. this um so yeah i went back on the toilet i think in Right. there for a little bit it was really and funny because i had stepped away to go to the bathroom real quick and um i came back and she was pushing i was like oh my goodness is she supposed to be pushing right now is that okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know again jumped right back in fully embraced it yeah. and, and yeah. uh tried going yeah so and then i was on the toilet for a little bit and my midwife suggested i move down to the birth stool she had a birth stool that she brought yeah that helped and um that helped a lot because it's like closer to the ground yeah. and it you know just kind of gave me a little more like i don't know better grip. positioning better grip mm-hmm. yeah so once i moved there i think it was how much i don't i don't have any concept of time oh you weren't there very long yeah as soon as you got on the birth stool i think uh you pushed for maybe a half hour yeah um and she came out yeah it was she didn't, you didn't crown for very long and no i was in perfect position i the whole time i i had uh envisioned myself 
catching Molly. Mm. Um, and I, I just really wanted that to be, you know, like a special moment for myself to just kind of um, bond myself with the process. And, and I really wanted to, that to happen. And it, it actually ended up working perfectly. I was, you know, sitting on the toilet in front of her <laughs> just in the catcher's position ready. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think you may, may have pushed uh, for a total of like half hour, 30, 45 minutes maybe, mm-hmm. um, and she shot right out. She did shoot right out, yeah. Um, but it was it's just such a crazy feeling. You don't know what that is going to feel like. You don't know how to prepare yourself. And I just remember thinking like, yeah, I guess it's like a big, humongous poop. Yeah. But obviously it's like <laughs> a little bit. You know, it felt good to push. Like I was like, okay, yeah. I finally like she, you know, I'm doing this and she's coming out and I like, I mean, it hurt, but it felt good. It was like, right. like with it, a purpose kind of. You get to do something. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So um, it was actually, although it, you know, it was painful. It was, it was probably my favorite part of just like getting her, you know, especially you, where you're like, she's coming, you know, the baby's yeah. coming and, you know, um, our midwife was like, do you want to touch the head? And I was like, no, not really. <laughs> and then she's like, just, you know, she kind of, guided my hand there and I'm so glad she did like it was just mm-hmm. so cool to be like oh my god like that's my baby yeah. coming out yeah I said it's so soft <laughs> yes I was surprised by that too so my midwife did the same she kind of directed my hand and she said did you feel it I said no and, she, and I said yeah. it was like this soft she's like yeah that's that's the head <laughs> yeah. yeah I totally thought it was hard noggin thing coming yeah. out not- yeah it's mushy um yeah Wow, that's so. What what time was she born, roughly? She was born at four forty-seven. Yep. It was about six and a half hours or wow. six hours. Wow, Fast and Furious is right. Dang, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We started about the same time, and you know, Maya wasn't born until about ten forty in the morning. But aside from yeah. like the the time frame, it sounds like we had very similar experiences yeah. as far as like getting really intense really quickly. You know, hanging out yeah. in the tub, and then I birthed on the stool as well. So lots yeah, of I'm... synchronicity there. Yeah, that's crazy. What was uh, mom and sister? What were they doing while you were pushing? Where were they? <laughs> they were out in the bedroom, which like you yeah. can, you know, the door. There's a door obviously between the bedroom and the bathroom, so they were kind of hanging out. My sister was like standing photographer mode yeah. and also sister mode, and she was like standing on the bed, getting these like amazing shots yeah. of Molly coming. Oh. And my mom was, you know, the same thing, just kind of off you know, quietly in, yeah. in the bedroom, like the bedroom was really dark. Like those lights were off. So, yeah. um, but they were just quietly, like I heard, you know, come on, you can do it. She's almost, they're almost here. You know, the baby's almost here. And, yeah. um, you know, so it was, I don't, I mean, like I said, it was, okay. I was out of my body kind of thing, yeah. but I do remember, you know, everyone just kind of quietly coaching me on and, um, and then she just came out and everyone was, it was yeah. just amazing. It was tears and like laughter and giddiness and, yeah. You know, of course, we, we didn't know if she was a girl. Or right. Not. And I think it took maybe like 10, 15 minutes yeah. of like just shock to even find out. Yeah. Like I think we didn't, it didn't even matter really. Right. She, she was here. It totally did. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I remember you, Sarah, saying um, during your birth story, like the, the just shock of like when, the, when Chris put her on my chest, I was just like, I don't even know mm-hmm. what to feel. Like it was so many emotions in one. It was just like, oh my gosh, my baby's here. Like it was just, amazing yeah. it was an amazing feeling um so you know it was yeah we waited a little while and then we were like we should probably find out if she's a girl <laughs> um, 
too, because I was yeah. so shocked. I was totally expecting a boy. Wow. Uh, same here. Yeah, I think that's when I kind of broke down a little bit. And yeah. Had my my little most time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was, it was a whirlwind for sure. Wow. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Yeah, I wanted to follow up on that, Chris, like how you felt you know, once it was complete, because I've, I've read somewhere that for men, they can actually be, I know this sounds crazy, but they can be more tired after the experience because you don't get the natural like flood of hormones that we get and this kind of um, physical gratification of the experience. So you kind of have to deal and, and reconcile things in your own way and maybe lean on others for support or just, you know, find it within yourself to, like understand the experience is completed. So how, how were you in those, in those couple of hours after birth? Yeah. I mean, I think it took a couple hours to start wearing on me. That's when I got tired, but mm. right after I still, I had kind of had this uh, flood of emotions. Um, I kind of deemed myself as a, an emotional guy and, and um, I, I just kind of took a moment to myself to kind of step away and, and, you know, just really, embraced the fact that I was a dad mm-hmm. at that moment and it really kind of hit me I think um Katie's mom came over and hugged me and, and it you know I, it just the tears were flowing at that point um and so that was re- you know really um uh, important to my process I think is to to just let it in finally mm-hmm. and and let it out um and then throughout the day I think the adrenaline wore off mm-hmm. and, and I get a little tired because I hadn't slept. Right. Katie got maybe an hour, yeah. um, but I hadn't gone to bed. But, it, you know, it it just kind of was. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of a blur. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's a blur now. Um, but it was it was really special, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah, Chris, I can relate, man. I can totally relate, you know, from, like you said, from the moment labor kicks on, you're on, you know, like exactly. as – yeah, as the, as that partner, like you're yep. on and and you're you're in in superstar mode, doing whatever you can, and then yep. when baby comes out, it's like this holy crap moment, <laughs> and the, yeah, you know, and and then the emotions hit whenever they hit. Maybe it's immediately after, maybe it's a few minutes later. For me, when sure. it when it hit, like like you said, the tears, the tears started, and I I gave big boohoo hugs to everyone in the room, just like crying on their shoulder and and I didn't expect that either and it's it was it was an amazing release and process and just kind of going through it so I can totally relate to uh to how to your experience right on yeah 
Oh, that's awesome. And so the, once, once you know, you all were acquainted, did you, you moved over to the bed, you said, Katie, and just got to kind of relax there and, and go through the motions there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I tore a little bit, so. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, very similar. Midwife, Dang. <laughs> my midwife, you know, had to stitch me up, and that took a little while, and, um, yeah. but it was, it was, like, weirdly nice. Like, it was, yeah. like, you know be in my bed and have Chris next to me with, with Molly yeah. and here, you know, just talk to people and like, we have a little skylight in our bedroom and just, I was just kind of like hanging, looking at the sky. I mean, it wasn't the most pleasant right. part. It was hard, but you know, just. Yeah. At that point, like the sun was coming up. Yeah. And it was really yeah. And, like once, uh, you know, Molly was out and the placenta was out. She, we just kind of got to relax. I got yeah. some yeah. skin time while um, Katie got stitched up. It was, yeah. it was really just, casual it was really nice yeah it was nice and you know we we then were able after that we were able chris and i to just hold her and you know we because we were like we have to name her we have to you know give her her name and that was really special and then you know since chris caught molly we um we asked my mom and sister to cut her cord and that was really special that's nice um so yeah it was just like you said like going through the motions and just in shock and oh my gosh and um overwhelmed and it was just, it was awesome, though, to be in our bed and, you know, people kind of cleaning up and, you yeah. know, it was, it was just, it was so special, such a special time. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And now, now you're on the other side of this, like, home birth experience, you know, having planned it. Um, you all were really cool in that you were very set on your decision, as I remember, you know, and, and Chris, you, you loved the conversations that had some um, pushback, you were like, <laughs> yeah. bring it on, you know, you rolled up the sleeves and we're ready for those. And, um, just, yeah, yeah. Um, just really yeah. secure in, and confident in your decision. And now being on the other side of it, like, are there any new insights or feelings or thoughts around the experience? And, and, you know, I'm, I'm imagine you are very affirmed in your decision to have gone home birth. Yes, I would like, I'm so glad we did it. I really, I mean, it was like one of the hardest things I've ever done and it was intense and crazy and emotional, but I would not have done it any other way. I'm really glad we went this route and just the care we've gotten and just the fact that, you know, we could have who we wanted here and it was just right for us. It was, you know, again, I've heard from people and they've said like, you're so brave. I can't believe you did that. And it was just, it wasn't about like being brave. It wasn't about proving anything. It was, like really when it came down to it it was just that was what was best for us and that was what we wanted and you know I just we felt fortunate that we made could make that happen yeah and that you know yeah no regrets whatsoever I mean the yeah. the level of care that we've gotten um you know up until the labor and then even after mm-hmm. is incredible um just how attentive our midwife is and and all the resources that she has at her um you know grasp that she's able to like kind of you know, if we need a lactation consultant, she can help with that and, and, um, and all sorts of things. Uh, I mean, it, it's just incredible. Um, we feel so loved and so yeah. embraced by the community. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And it, it doesn't really end there. You know, that's what I'm hearing from you guys. And I, I've experienced the same, you know, Maya got her first round of the sniffles and a little bit of congestion two weeks ago. And I called my midwife and I was like, I don't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. You know, here she is giving me, you know, oils and all these things to do. And I'm thinking where, what other model of care, you know, I haven't experienced anything like this where I could just call her and she could give me her time on the phone and, you know, give me resources. 
uh, that it, it really, it, it's still kind of mind blowing for me because it's just not what you're used to, but it's so amazing and I'm so grateful for it. Exactly. It's so not what you're used to. And like you said, it's like, she just feels like family now. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, there's, you know, postpartum has, has been tough and yeah. there's been some really hard days and, you know, days I feel like a failure or days that, you know, are not going my way. And I talked to her on the phone a couple of times and she's just cried with me and been like, you're an amazing mom and you guys are doing such a great job. And Molly is healthy and happy. And just, you know, that, that confirmation and that validation is just, you don't get that every day. No. Um, so she, we've, you know, we've just been so blessed and so lucky. You are. Cause, um, Molly is super cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh and that picture you have to send this one so we can share it on the website of her with your dog oh my gosh <laughs> our dog was very um i think it was good she was here for the birth she, yeah. i think she feels pretty, like protective and connected to molly yeah um because we've had really no problems of nope. her you know transitioning i mean you know i think she might be a little wanting so. a, little, a little more attention <laughs> but um she's been so great and i think that was I think it was important that she was here to be like, okay, I was part of this. And um, so that was kind of interesting to see that kind of unfold. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, they're, they're fast friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Chris, uh, I want to, I want to ask you what, what message or advice or insights can you provide um, other dads or other soon to be dads or soon to be, you know, parents who are listening to this episode and, you know, they might be feeling some anxiety, some fear, don't know how they're going to be able to step up when their partner goes into labor. You know, you were so powerful. You were awesome. Uh, what, what sort of insights and advice can you give to, the, to those listening? Wow, that's heavy. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think just embrace it. You know, let it take over and, and don't question anything. Um, just do what comes natural, do what you feel is right. And just, and, and that is, is what's right. Listen to yourself. Um, don't, you know, don't question, um, what's going on. I know I had some, um, you know, some fears about watching Katie go through pain. Um, I didn't want to see her in pain and, and that really didn't phase me because I knew she wasn't in pain. She was just laboring she was just feeling those um waves of of pressure and and you know i was able to help her through that i was able to help her breathe just kind of be there be present just you know live in that moment of um you know because it's never going to be the two of you ever again um so be you know there for each other and as soon as that baby's out just smother it with love that's it Mm. That's awesome. Hi, Molly girl. Yep. She's, say, she's saying, hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a snoring dog in the background that I'm really curious if that's going to pick up on this sound. So that's what you That's our little girl, too. <laughs> um, Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us yeah. twice. Yeah. Double the fun. Um, We've so enjoyed getting to know you guys and being a part of your story and basically a part of your family. Um, This, I mean, your story is, is so 
fun and loving and sweet and it's just it's very real and very relatable which yeah. i love and there's also so many similarities with us which i enjoy as well um just hearing these stories you know matthew and i were talking about the other day they just get my eggs dancing and it's <laughs> it's gonna be really difficult to not want to like make another baby right now but we'll, we'll <laughs> we're um yeah we'll put that off but it's just but that's yeah. that's the power of these stories you know like they're so amazing that you're like oh i want to do that again yeah. like right now we could do that again <laughs> i know i find that like right when molly came out i just felt this immediate connection to like every mom ever yeah. everywhere like even you know not even just home birth like hospital birth whatever birth i was just like oh my gosh you just go through this like transformation and come out the other side and it's the hardest thing ever and then you're a mom and like you know just and just as parents like i just remember you know talking to moms after and being like, I'm just so, like, you know, the emotion, I'm just like, I'm just so proud of you. I can't believe that you did this like three times or, yeah. you know, like, just telling people they're awesome. Like just, just right. moms, whether they're new moms or, you know, moms with older kids, like just, just this connection. I remember like just being so emotional to my mom being like, I'm so sorry for anything I ever did. To you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't and, you know, yeah. she just laughed at me, but, um, it's just, it is, it's just this connection that you don't really get. I, I people told me about it before, but mm -hmm. you know, that you do, it's kind of a kinship between parents now. You kind of like that. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, just like a, I don't know, just like an understanding with each other. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just, like you said, it's hearing the, I love to hear the stories now. Like, you know, I, I feel like I'll go up to people at like the grocery store and be like, so what was your, what was your labor like? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that is cool. I love to hear that too. Uh, yeah. You really, you really captured that well, the kinship. Um, yeah. so there's this funny thing. I don't know if, if this is like a known thing, but when I see motorcyclists pass each other on the road, you know, they give a kind of like universal, signal. like signal, like they, they like flick their fingers down at the bottom of the bike. I don't know. It's like a, like, Hey, you own a motorcycle. I own a motorcycle. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I joke now when I'm out, like when I see moms doing certain things, like I saw a mom breastfeeding in public the other day and I was like, I want a thing. Like I want to like a signal I can give her like, yeah, I see you girl. Like you and me. <laughs> We need like a like a hand signal or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys can get together and figure yeah, it we'll out, and then start it. spreading we'll it. it through oh, the interwebs. We'll go viral. Love it. Cool. Thank you guys so much again. Yeah, um, thank you. Kiss on that beautiful baby for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate you guys so much and what you're doing for the home birth community. It's awesome. Yeah. You guys are great. It's been a pleasure to talk to you guys. I mean, this, this experience alone has kind of made it a little bit more special that we have this keepsake yeah. um, and, and able to just kind of share our, our birth with people. It's, it's really special. Mm -hmm. It is. We're honored. Yes, yes, we are. We are. Thank you. Thank you. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.